Hello, and welcome to Tubi Talk. This is a podcast where we find movies on the free streaming service Tubi. We watch it, give you the plot summary sometimes, and how we feel about it, along with some other fun segments. My name is Como, and today I'm joined by Clara. No more guests today. Hi. Um, so, <laughs> we're not going to mention the fact that it has been literally over a year since we've done an episode. Uh, I mean, technically, I recorded an, an episode. episode a month ago. <laughs> since we yeah. recorded an episode. It's been over a year since you recorded. Uh, things have changed. I got a job. I quit that job. That doesn't matter. Today, we're going to talk about a movie called uh, The Dummy Factor. <sighs> um i think it's important to specify dummy is spelled d-u-m-m-y i mean you'd know that if you're like if you just like (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i i don't know if if you're listening to our podcast in autoplay and you didn't look at the at the title um (laughs) who knows it's directed by o corbin Salakin, Salkin, Salkin, I don't know. Salakin? Salakin. Who, uh, not really a notable director, but are any of these two big guys, really? Uh, so, we found this, or I found this, we were fine, we wanted a big movie to come back with. Um, we were gonna do something else, but then I found this, and it was really giving a lot of how to beat a bully, and well, that just, that just seemed right. So we looked into it, and this movie had a website. It was really funny. So we decided to watch it over the other option that we were considering, which will probably be the next episode. Next episode. Anyways. Um, but I don't know if it was a mistake. I don't know how I feel about this movie. It's, <laughs> Quite frankly. I, it's something, for sure. I wasn't bored. No. But nothing happens. <laughs> it's like, it's about this kid, Noel. Dumb name. Uh, <laughs> his brother, Jason. And basically, it's uh, an extremely poorly written, uh, I think, an attempt at psychological horror. Yeah. Maybe? Like, thriller kind of like drama somehow maybe (laughs) i have no idea what this movie wanted to be but it constantly like lingers on shots that it does not need to it feels like like... 20 second shots of like the moon or like (laughs) a lamp it's like someone wanted to be a true auteur but like yeah did not know how at all. <laughs> so it just lingered on everything. Yeah, like this movie would have easily like he chopped like maybe a good two thirds of, of it. Yeah. And, and you'd, you'd have to <laughs> But so this main kid Noel is like Nine, ten, maybe. He's a paper ten, route. Like ten or eleven. I have no idea how he gets the papers. Uh, 
which led me to thinking about how does any paper trail work? How do you get the papers to give out? Like, are they sent like, to you? Who provides the papers? Right. Do they just appear? Who knows? Really? I, I feel like this is just 2am me being dumb, but I don't know <laughs> where these papers are coming from. <laughs> they show up. And he, he takes them, or he doesn't like do the typical bike thing, or you'll bike around and throw them over the fence or whatever. He drags this dumbass really cart around. Loud cart. <laughs> he's extremely irresponsible with it. He's like throwing it around. He's never on time. He is horrible at this route and consistently fails to perform it successfully like, throughout the movie. He, he straight up says, I have to do my route. I don't want to get a complaint. And then he never does his route on time the rest of the movie. He does it when it's like pitch black, 1130 at night. Out. Like, <laughs> what? It doesn't like, make any sense. There's like a shot of his neighbor. He's like, can I get my na- my paper? At the same time every day, and he's like, "Yeah, sure." And then he, that just never happens. He sucks. He's so bad at his job. And his brother is like cruel to him, and lies to him, and his friend Oscar lied to him. So he ends up believing that there is some molester in the neighborhood kidnapping <laughs> children, because his brother lied to him about being sent home from camp two years ago, summer camp, because Because. the camp was canceled because Cargo, the custodian like gym guy, I don't know. He's (laughs) described as a dweeb who passed out volleyballs. Yes. So I don't Uh, know. But he told Noel he was actually a killer and put a child in a chest. So, and that combined with news reports, actual news reports of kids being kidnapped in the neighborhood, those weren't made up, like the newspaper one. But then Oscar comes and it's like, I saw a news report that uh, there's a molester that lives in this house. And they consistently go to this house. I don't know why. It's like they they break into a random house. Yes. Like, multiple times. At at the like they they think it's a molester or no. Noel they think thinks it's a molester. Noel thinks, well, it's a thinks it is, yeah. Um so for some reason they want to but, go in the house to investigate. But Also, the movie sets up like that there is an actual kidnapper plot. But they don't do anything with it. Because like they establish that one exists through the newspapers. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, like a Halloween homage where they show from a distance the dude standing next to like Wait. the hedge and then walking by the edge like Michael Myers does in the first Halloween. But so that like, okay, so there's this creepy guy that exists, but he doesn't show up past that it. He just <laughs> leaves the movie entirely. Yeah, he's credited as Guy in Brown Jacket. Can we see him again? No. Do we think... He does not exist. (laughs) Like, I... I genuinely have no idea what this was trying to do, because, like, what? There's, like... 
maybe three rumors of like a a, a murderer kidnapping person going around. Like one from his brother, one One from his friend, and then one that was actually real, but like nobody talked about it. Also, the dream sequences in this movie are ridiculous. (laughs) So there's one like probably halfway through where he wakes up laying down in the middle of a road. I'll get to why that is the way it is in a second. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he just stands up and like car lights flash at him. And he just wakes up from the dream. So lame. They don't do anything. Like someone just shined a flashlight at him and it's gone. Done. Dream over. And then the, the ending, there's a dream where he dreams someone's breaking into his house. Like through his window. But that didn't actually happen. And oh, and then after after he woke up, he Okay. Do we do we do we explain? The What is it? I mean okay, The dummy? Well, the dummy, yeah. <laughs> like I I mean I'm assuming this is what the movie's named after, but I'm choosing yeah. to believe that it is instead named the dummy factor because Null is such an idiot and constantly can't do a thing. So he is a dummy. But he also <laughs> they him and Oscar also made a dummy. Because at a sleepover, they decide to play dummy. What that is, is laying his fake body out in the middle of a road to get people to stop and see the reaction. Having almost hit a body laying in the middle of the road. Just to make sure that, like, there's not, like, a dead guy just being there. And if that already wasn't bad enough, his brother Jason has a game with his friend... Corey, oh my god <laughs> where a game in quotation this is not a game where they break into random people's houses and they get points for how long they're in the house how many rooms they go to if they're in rooms with people etc and it's insane because he's like they're so casually talking about this like this is not it's illegal like intrusion like they're what? he's he's describing a game and like he's he's describing how you get points completely brushing over the fact that what they're doing is a comp- like a crime yes like- <laughs> a bad crime oh my god so that's why he had the dream of waking up in the middle of the road though because they put the dummies there and also for like this whole second half of the movie he just has the dummy in his house and it's like laying with the dummy and playing with the dummy because he's so and, like lonely. talking to it like it's so weird and there's like an extended portion where the parents go out for the night so i don't know what they did but they went out um jace goes out as well he sneaks out so noel's left at the house presumably to play the break-in game i guess so and noah's left alone and does the it's the dumbest montage it's like playing checkers against the dummy so against yourself. Playing the recorder. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Doing randomly just moving about the house. What else did he even do? Um, oh, he was, oh, yeah, he was like, 
He ordered pizza in the way he, <laughs> he ordered even... a pepperoni pizza with cheese and like jalapeno and like other shit. So it's like it's Anchovies. not a pepperoni pizza. Oh my god! And then it's, what he got? It's a oh pizza my. with like when he extra got the shit. pizza, he's like he has he sings to himself before he takes a bite of the pizza. He's like. I got a pizza. I'm going to eat it now. He, like, says that to himself. In a, yeah, in a very, like, sing-songy. Like, sing, yeah, exactly. It's so weird. And then he, like, is playing video games downstairs, which is, like, arcade joystick controller. <laughs> and prior, Corey and his brother Jason are playing it, and Corey's just like, these graphics are amazing. We don't see his graphics, but presumably they're not amazing because they're playing with a joystick. But who knows? What do you mean? Frogger is, um, it slaps. Frogger slaps. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd say Frogger is the most graphically impressive game out there, but. What are you talking about? Maybe it's in this Frogger. universe it is. <laughs> I'm uh, 100% like, this was just a kid improving. And he and... wanted to go to the molester's house constantly. Like, he wanted to break in there to see if the other kids were there. And he forces Oscar to go. He forces another friend to go as well that only shows up for that sequence. I don't know what was going on. There was a part, like, at the sleepover with Oscar, a notable thing. They decided to have for dinner mac and cheese on pancakes, which is nasty. Uh, I remember that detail. Because I remember being disgusted by it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's nasty. <laughs> I just... This movie had... It, it had so much that it wanted to do. And it did none of it. <laughs> but it didn't do anything. <laughs> like, I... Apparently... This movie was submitted to like multiple film festivals. Oh my god! And it was it it won like an award for something, and then it was nominated for like multiple other awards. Even though nothing happened. Oh, in this also, movie. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we should talk a little bit about this website and the details that we can glean from it. Okay. Um, the director is the father of the main kid in it. And the main kid is his nephew. And has mm-hmm. been in two of his other movies. I, I don't know what his other movies are. I haven't looked. I don't really care to, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah. It's his Uncle Corbin. And his nephews Will and Reese. <laughs> Reese or Rice? I think it's Reese. R-H-Y-S. I, think I have no idea how you pronounce that. I don't know. The wait, kid wait, that wait. played Oscar quit acting after this. For good reason. Good for Oscar. Knowing his limits. <laughs> in his bio, he says he's more interested in playing soccer and bass guitar and eating watermelon. Bass. Which I think is fucking awesome. <laughs> Also, under the profile here for the actor that plays the friend, that's not in- nothing really interesting about him. But like, <laughs> they refer to Reese as his friend of the Corey actor, but more importantly, nephew of the director. Like, that's the most 
defining thing about that he's related to the director. <laughs> I think that's rather funny that they... Wait, it's like, Reed was cast in The Dummy Factor through Reese, his friend, and more importantly, nephew of director. Like, what? What? <laughs> but Reed studied acting in Delta Film Academy. This is his feature film, film debut. Yikes. <laughs> Gonna flunk out after this. Yo, Reed, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you want to scrub this from your record? Um, like, if you go to the movies about, um, and you like scroll down to like the filmmaker statement, it says that the director wrote the screenplay in 1998, and it's based on his like own childhood, where like back in the 80s, where his parents didn't know what the fuck he was doing. So presumably, Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> presumably I missed that. <laughs> this director broke into people's houses. Wait, actually, it says, yes, my friends and I would often go on adventures, occasionally making up our own mysteries to investigate. Sometimes we'd snoop around random houses, taking notes and looking for clues. I incorporated as many of these early memories as I could into the script. What? <laughs> One? He needs to be arrested. <laughs> and two, he continues that with, I, uh, after working through several drafts, I was eventually satisfied I had done a decent job of weaving and embellishing my personal experiences in a reasonably compelling narrative. What? And then he made another movie, which turns out also has its own website. Does it? Oh my god. Patterson's Wager. Dot com. Oh, this looks this horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds weirder. Maybe, and it's not children protagonists, so maybe it's not as bad. Maybe it is, actually, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. But... Uh, developed the unpredictable ability to see two minutes into the future. Yikes. Okay. So, like, if you read more of this, like, filmmaker's statement, it says, when I was toying with th this idea, I didn't know what movie I'd make. And that's very clear in what movie, in the movie that we just watched. Yes, that's true. It's like, I didn't know if I'd attempt one of the various features I'd already written, or I'd try to come up with a new one. Then I realized my two nephews just happened to be the same ages as the two of the main characters in The Dummy Factor. Okay. Twelve and seventeen. This kid was not giving twelve. He was giving movie. like nine. <laughs> yeah. Thirty-seven days during the summer of twenty eighteen. You can tell. <laughs> it was the Demi Factor is a deeply personal film, and I am deeply proud of it. My nephews will in. Reese exceeded every expectation I had for them, as did all the other non-professional <laughs> actors who agreed to participate. <laughs> I can tell they're non-professional. <laughs> Speaking of the experiment, I can honestly say that, from my perspective, it was a complete success, and one I wish, <laughs> and one which I hope to re repeat in the future. Okay. Sorry, uh, Mr. Corbin, but I hope you don't repeat this. <laughs> at least not this particular experiment as nah. it did not work out for you how much is he charging for this DVD Blu-ray 
too much. Dummy <laughs> Factor like is available to purchase in a special edition DVD and in a DVD and Blu-ray combo pack. Special features only on the DVD. Ooh. Not the Blu-ray. You can't even do that. Uh, full-length was... commentary by writer director Cor- O. Corvin Salikin. And then Q&A with cast and crew, as well as his short films and a trailer. I'm kind of curious to see his commentary. Yeah, like what? Would, I, I want to know what drove him to make this movie. The no, way no, it is. not even that. Like the full, like the commentary. Know, it's not worth paying for this shit, but I, it's I, not. I would like to know what he has to say. Like, is it just, is it just complete silence when there's a shot of like a fucking street lamp for like maybe three, like thirty seconds? What do they say? I mean, what is there to be commented there on? There is a contact page on here. Perhaps I can ask for a review copy of the Blu-ray <laughs> for the podcast. You can for our review, podcast. review the Blu-ray. I I don't think they they would want us to to. You don't think they want us trashing their movie? Breath. No. I mean, I wasn't really bored. Don't. That's positive. I've been bored for a lot of the movies we've covered. This one, I was not bored. Yeah. I wasn't bored. I was just merely confused. Yeah. <laughs> like there's um at at the very beginning of the movie, there's a scene of like Noel getting out of bed to get like a glass of water or something. Oh my god. <laughs> and he he like spills the water or he either pees his pants. We don't know because we don't we we don't see what happens. It's we just very see a puddle unclear. on the floor. It's very unclear. They just show liquid dropping to the floor. And also, it's like they show someone, like they show he sees someone like running downstairs that spooks him, I think. And then he just like goes back to bed <laughs> and covers himself with his blanket. Or is like dangerous things and then seeks out the molester's house or what he believes to be the molester's house. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. He also wears a ninja costume when he tries to convince his brother to break into the house as part of his little game. And he comes with his brother wearing a ninja costume. And he loses his nunchucks in the molester's house. So the next day he forces Oscar, poor little Oscar, to leave school during recess. To go to the molester's house, break in, and get the nunchucks, only to find that they're outside anyway. But And let's make it make it clear. We keep referring to the house as a molester's house, but it's just not. It's just like a random house. I'm referring to it like that because the movie referred to it as that until the very end. Yeah, but like still? Still. It is a random house, yes. Like, I'm not even sure if anyone lives we... here. <laughs> and if somebody did live there. It's just like probably like an old grandma, you know. Yeah. Like but this, like, ha- like the owner of this house is the victim of this mo- of this story. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's like the creepy Michael Myers dude, but maybe that dude's not even bad. We don't know because they don't explain anything. He just shows up for a weird homage. Like it's and it's, dips. I don't know. It's. This movie had, I wouldn't say it had 
anything going for it per se. Yeah. It's just let's, disappointed. Let's set this. Let's set this straight. It's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely a bad movie. <laughs> but it could have been worse. <laughs> That's could've. what we're trying to say. Very I feel easy. like we've made this sound too positive. We made it sound I've, okay. It is not. It's bad. I've I've seen much worse movies, but also I've seen way better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not good in any means. No, not at all. It's it's <laughs> it's merely <laughs> I know, I feel like I'm sounding too mean, but I feel like I'm sounding too <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I, I feel like we don't know how to talk about this. I. Because it's, it's also like. Very clearly a passion project, I think. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like, like weird to hate on someone's passion project. It's like, like based also, off of the director's childhood, but also. If his childhood is breaking the houses, then he deserves Mr. to be Corbin, hated on. I'm sorry, Mr. Corbin. Your childhood is suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to go around flaunting that the screenplay that includes a game of breaking into people's houses for points is part of your childhood. I don't think that's something you would want to flaunt. It's like, yes, I understand. I understand, like, being raised in the 80s, having very little, like... Yeah, that's one thing. Parental guidance, like, whatever. But it's completely different to break into people's houses, (laughs) you know? Like... There, yeah, there's definitely a line there, and you've definitely crossed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't even know. Like, how do we do... T- I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. Like... I don't either. We the rate very... these movies, right? This is That's how we do Tupi Talk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have... I'm uh, on the we rate it out of 10? Now. Yeah. Uh, Four out of ten, I give it. I'll do a light four out of ten. Light four out of ten, so bordering three. I'm counting it as four, though. Yeah. Solid four out of ten. Which places it... Do you think it's better than Billy Owens 2? I don't think Mm, it is. Billy Owens 2 had the giant, like, Valkyrie projection in the sky. sky. Oh, oh my God. Maybe we rated Billy Owens 2 too low on second thought. (laughs) Maybe that movie kind of slaps, actually. (laughs) Maybe we're too harsh on that. We were definitely too harsh on Thanks Killing. Thanks Killing is currently number 11 with a 4.5 average. Yeah. We We should probably tweak something. Wait, weren't we going to, like, go back and, like... We were. Like once we hit like a certain thing, like we were gonna go back we and like tweak do our that. ratings. We we, we will should and should. You know but what? We we need to add more. I think I don't think we should do that yet. Wait, how many episodes do we have? How many? This is movies? our seventeen movie. Okay, so once we hit twenty, we're gonna go back and re- review, re-rate, re-rate review our... and recollect our thoughts on yeah. these movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Thanks Killing deserves so much better. It does. Genuinely. It, it absolutely does. So does Billy Owens. Like <laughs> Billy Owens too should not be that low. I don't know about Billy Owens one. Billy Owens one had some good shit in there. Billy Owens one is really high up though. Billy Owens one is number four out of everything we've covered based on average, yeah. 
I think I remember B- Billy Owens too being like really fucking boring. It, it, but besides also, that one point, <laughs> if you're, I'm remembering the good bits of Billy Owens too, and there were, there <laughs> were good bits. There was absolutely good bits. The flight scene, whoa! I think that was Billy Owens too. I I don't remember. I'll be real. That was so long ago. It was um, very long ago. <laughs> um. I remember there was like but, a cave and like there was magical spirits that they collect in the cave. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, straight was up. So weird. It was a weird movie. But this, uh, what's it called? Fucking the, the dummy, dummy factory. Um, <laughs> it's not a great title. <laughs> but not the worst thing we've got. Wait, so what's at the bottom of the list? It's number 15 out of 17, dummy factory. So below it is no- a dude wears my dog at 16. Okay. It has the average of 3 out of 10 from both of us. Uh-huh. And the very last place is Kings of Appletown. Yeah. Which is that, also at 3 out of 10. That checks out. That valid. Valid. Uh, yeah, those aren't going to change anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to what's say. Our, what's our outro again? Um, oh, yeah. We have the you. recasting portion. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know what to do with this shit. Um, who's a child actor at the moment? I don't know. I Jacob don't Tremblay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not a child anymore, actually. Never mind. He doesn't work. Well, maybe I for the older older brother. Older brother? I thought he was like an adult. Because he's only doing voice acting like in the last few years. Probably because he is an adult. Like, I can't do kid stuff. Anymore. I'm not going to be in that action. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to read. We're not doing this bit. I'll probably cut. Okay. I'm cutting that out. I'm cutting that out. Okay, okay. This did not work. All right. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening to Tubi Talk. I've been Clara. Uh, I've you been can find. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. We're not organized. We don't know how to do this anymore. Okay. <laughs> thank you for listening to. <laughs> thank you for listening to Tubi Talk. <laughs> I've been Clara. You can find me um, at my letterboxed uh, frog rat. Yeah. I've been Como. You can find me on Letterboxd at Como. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Uh, We're back. We, do we have our Twitter still? I don't you post still on have it. it. You just don't use it. Yeah, we have a Twitter. It's at TalkTubi. I don't use it. I don't have the password anymore. <laughs> That's so... rad unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to this uh, really bad movie. Well, but intriguing. It wasn't boring. What I'll give could it have that. been? What could have been? <laughs> I don't know. We were really hoping for a uh, how to beat a bully moment. We were. And it just that's, fully that's our highest rate at the moment. Out of anything we've covered, that's the highest up there. And I think that could honestly stay. Yeah. <laughs> that movie was just... <laughs> Peak. <laughs> wow. That was a really good find. Anyway, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.